Welcome to the Us and Stuff podcast, where we talk about family life, creativity, and everything in between. And how everything we do is framed by the gospel. Hi, I'm Emily. And I'm RJ. Welcome to the Us Us and Stuff Podcast. podcast. Hey guys! What's up, everybody? Back. What's up? Episode seventeen. Yeah, one seven. We're in the teens. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess we've been in teens. The teens. Teens. <laughs> so, um, welcome everybody. I guess if you're new to our show, welcome. You'll probably notice that we've we're dropping on Mondays now. If yeah. you've been rocking with us for a while, it's no longer Fridays. Yeah, and Mondays just work out. A lot better for us. Yeah, I'm more rested. Yeah. And it's not like chaotic. Yep. And this episode is actually dropping the day after Father's Day. Yes. This is actually a week before Father's Day that we're recording. Yeah. But it'll be coming out on the day after Father's Day. I was about to say on Father's Day. So So happy happy Father's Father's Day. Day Happy Father's Day to you. No, to you. Thank you for being (laughs) my baby's daddy. Well, thank you for... You're a great dad, by the way. Making the babies with me. I... (laughs) I don't know. Let's not make this awkward. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We already went there. <laughs> but yeah, happy Father's Day to all the uh, dads out there and for those who are becoming dads and those that, that celebrate their dads or father figures in your life. Yeah. Happy to Father's everyone. Day. Happy Father's Day. So with it being so Father's Day. So you can probably Day, tell what subject we're going to talk oh, about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a little segue there. Just yeah. a little. With it being Father's Day, though. I reached out to my dad, and I said, Dad, I need your very best dad jokes. <laughs> and they were so good. They are so I just, bad. They're just so bad, they're funny. Sorry, Tim. Anyways, <laughs> so my dad said, I could tell you guys the one about pizza, but it's just way too cheesy. Instead, he wanted me to tell you <laughs> the one about the grape that got stepped on. Oh. Do you know what it said? What? Nothing. It just let out a little wine. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's so Waka nice. waka. <laughs> okay, I'll let you share yours. I, I don't think they're going to listen anymore. They're going to be like, okay. They're tuning you? out. They're yeah. like, guys, let's not. Yeah. I guess comedian or stand-up We're comedy not, is not our thing. No, it's not at all. It's well, not my calling. We can't take credit for these. I know. Yeah, this is my dad's comedy. Yeah, and so. these are some of the things that we we heard. Um. What did the psychiatrist say when a man wearing nothing but saran wrap walked into his office? What did he say? I can clearly see your nuts. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. Uh, That one's funny and immature. And yeah. And I totally. Sorry about that. (laughs) I'm not sorry. You're welcome, everybody. (laughs) So yeah. Anyways, um, so today we are going to be talking about Father's Day um, because we know for a fact that this is kind of like, um, not a sore subject, but it's just like... It can be for a lot of people, It can be, and we kind of just want to bring it back in to where we could all celebrate it, and which is, of course, God our Father. So, we're going to be talking about Father's Day and how we kind of want to just bring that back in to Mm -hmm. what the real... Father in our lives. Who he is. Who he is. And we all know who we're talking about. Hopefully you know who we're talking about. Um, But, so I was reading an article the other day, and I can't 
I wish I could tell you where it was from, but I was reading tons of articles, so I, I would list it. But anyways, um, but it was talking about um, a prison of inmates that were given the opportunity to write Mother's Day cards. Yeah. And so they like almost all of them came out and they all wrote letters and notes to their moms to send out for Mother's Day. It was such a success that they said, hey, let's do that for Father's Day as well. And not one inmate came out to write a card or a note to their dad. And that's really sad. It's sad on both sides. Yeah. Like that's, it's sad that the inmates don't have that relationship with their father Mm. or it's so severed or hurt. That they won't. And you can see, I mean, and with it being a prison, and you can't help but think, like, how many of these guys, not to put all the blame on the dads, but the fact that they're in prison, like, how much of that has to do with the fact that they didn't have a dad present in their lives? And that, that, I mean, that struck me even. I'm not a dad in prison, but how much am I not using those opportunities to be able to be there present for my for my kids. Mm-hmm. So And then other kids who may not have dads. Like exactly. you can still be a father figure to and if you don't have children, like you still have the opportunity to be that for someone else. Yeah. Even if it's not through adoption or anything, yeah. but just being a father figure. Or even have an empathy for somebody that doesn't, mm-hmm. you can just be their friend and you know, yeah. just be there for them. Yeah. Uh, because that's tough. So with all of that being said, though, is we know that Father's Day, like we said, it can be really hard for a lot of people. A lot of people who have, you know, your dad may have passed away, or yeah. you may have had an absent father, or maybe you don't even know who your dad is, mm-hmm. or, you know. Or the dad that you had wasn't the best. Yeah, you know? and I mean, my dad and I have, you know, we've made amends mm-hmm. through our past, but growing up, Mainly in my teenage years, we had a very rocky relationship for a while. I mean, like, really, really rocky. Yeah. I won't air out our dirty laundry, and but it got— you, you you hadn't spoken for a while, even yeah, when we, we met. Yeah, when we first met, I hadn't talked to my dad yeah. for several years. And I remember um, having those conversations with you, like, like, I don't even have that kind of father in my mm-hmm. life. And I was like, wow, that's that's crazy. Yeah. But God's grace is amazing, and oh, yeah. He has mended our family back together. Yeah. And I'm I'm thankful that my dad actually listens to our podcast. Yeah. So happy Father's Day, Pop Pop. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm I'm glad to be able to see that being mended too. Because yeah, you got to see that relationship. Yeah. Like you got to actually see all of that. I'm and thinking. now I get to like we get to hang out with him. You know, yeah. we go we're uh, we're gonna go see him on Father's Day. Yeah, and. Um, yeah, I just I'm just excited that we have that now. My kids have their pop pop. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's really great to have him back in our lives, yeah. and we're able to forgive and forget. And I mean, you can't always complete. I say forget, but I mean, there are always because I know a lot of people who are listening yeah. to this. Like I forgave my dad, but I still remember. And there are times where those things will creep up, but I know that the forgiveness that I have from God, and yeah. it would be unfaithful of me and my relationship with Christ to not forgive my dad. Like, if I've been forgiven much, who am I to withhold forgiveness? I think think the forgetting part is, like, letting go of the bitterness. Yeah. I think that's where it is. Yeah, and not treating my dad as though he's still the person he was because he's too been forgiven, and God's working in his life. Yeah, thank God for that. Yeah. Literally. Um, So, yeah, we just want to— 
encourage those in that context first because yeah. um because what we're going to go into is talk about um now with that being said with all this stuff that we're talking about how do we how do we move on where do we where do we let in forgiveness where do we you know start to work out those situations of the father figures that are in our lives so um like you said you had your you have your dad and mm-hmm. you're talking about forgiveness and um we're not blaming your dad right we're not you know or even the relationship that that there wasn't mm-hmm. um but i have a dad that was there yeah. and so it's like all right well my dad's been there and i've actually had a good you know fatherhood um my dad has you know especially with my mom passing away there was a good couple years with this it's just being me and him mm-hmm. so our relationship is very much a very close relationship um i'm his first full firstborn son yeah. and um so yeah we have we have a lot we have a pretty good friendship um and f- father son yeah and so the next thing that we want to point out is although we see there's a huge need in the world. There are a lot of people who are more on my side where you may have had a broken relationship or even mm-hmm. worse, not ever a dad in your in yeah. your life. And we see the need for that. Yeah. And a lot of people are quick to say, that's the problem with the world. We just need to have more present fathers. We yeah. would see the, you know, the what's the word I'm looking crime for? Crime rate. Crime rate. Everything just falling. Like yeah. if dads were present. But that's not our biggest need. There's a yeah. heart issue behind all of this. And our gospel is not to mend relationships between fathers and children, but to rela- to mend our relationship with the father. Yeah. And so to the dads who are, you know, looking to mend those relationships with their children yeah. to try to do that. It's like that's wonderful. Yes, do that. But there's something deeper here. And this is, I mean, again, with every single episode, this is what we kind of go back to is it all goes back to the gospel. Yeah. And I think we put so much. That's that's a lot to put on dads. Yeah. And we do carry that burden already. Like God mm-hmm. makes it very clear in the Bible that the responsibility of a father mm-hmm. is very heavy. Like yeah. it's a very tough thing. But you're not our savior. But you're, yeah, exactly. We're human. And so these people that are placed as our dads are also human and they also have struggles and sins in their lives that they deal with. And so we can't be, I don't know, like, I feel like unforgiving them, like, I can't forgive them for that. Mm -hmm. I think that's such a, that could be a very toxic mindset of, of the heart. Um, if we don't focus on Christ, because if we if we have Christ in our in the picture, then we can be able to forgive like Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's tough because there are stories and things that dads have done or haven't done mm-hmm. um, that are pretty like tough. Like Perfect. I I yeah. couldn't even like I couldn't even fathom those things that were yeah. happening, but. Um, like you said, putting mm-hmm. putting God back in His place, or mm-hmm. seeing Him where He is. We, I guess we can't put Him in His place. Right. You said that, um, yeah, we're not putting Him in back in His place, but we're refocusing. 
to where uh-huh. he is. And that's what we were talking before we started recording is that we need to see that our earthly fathers are just that, that they're imperfect beings. Yeah. Now, that does not change their responsibilities. Yeah. And like you were just saying, but we have to see that there's only one perfect father. Mm-hmm. And we have to take the pressure off of our dads to be our savior because he can't be. But our dad's responsibility is to point us to the savior. And so even if you don't have a dad present in your life, you still have a perfect father and a savior. Um, And again, the problem with the world is not an absent father problem. It's an absent uppercase father problem, if that makes sense. Like we need the father and we're seeking everything but him and so now i do think that if we have more present dads if we have dads who were stepping up we will see better situations but it's still going to be in vain if it's not for the glory of god and so i think that as we're you know promoting fatherhood and saying you know we want to see dad step up is we can't make that to be our end goal. Yeah. Because that's not going to solve the yeah. world's sin problem. It's not the end it's not the end goal, but that's such a step yeah. forward in the right direction yes. of how we should be raising our children. And the, and with the absent father thing is again like what we were talking about with the set apart thing is as we see these sins in the world, it just shows our the absence of Christ in our lives. Mm. It's just yeah. evidences of that. Yeah. And that's with the, that's with anything. It's right. not just fatherhood. It's like any kind of sins that are in our lives is the absence of our savior, mm-hmm. um, and and what our our thoughts and our hearts are of our savior. I tell our kids that all the time. Mm-hmm. Is like what you do is what you think of God. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we we've put fathers on a pedestal, mm-hmm. and we have to make sure we take them off of there. Um, but put them, I mean, again, we have to put them in a, its place of responsibility, mm-hmm. being present, and, I mean, honestly, loving your kids, that's such a big thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's such a thing that we could emphasize on. Yeah. So. And so to those who are dads, what advice do you give to to them? Like, the ones who are present and they're saying, you know, I want to be a better dad. What advice would you give to them? Oh, for me being a, being As a, a dad. dad. Or, <laughs> well, or even I, for yourself, what are things that you feel like, you know, you've been convicted of that you want to work on with your own children? Yeah, well, first, I got a big shout out to all my, my dad friends out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping that they, if they, if they listen to these, I don't, they made it pretty clear that they don't listen to my stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, big, you know, big, huge love to all of them. Um, because they've shown me a lot of things that I I've been convicted of, mm-hmm. and also um, of the things that I should maybe keep in mind. Um, being present is very, and that's not just being like in the house. Right. I think being present is is a tangible thing. Like what you do, your kids look up to. Mm-hmm. And if you're in the house and you're not talking to them, you're not engaging with them, you're not playing with them, I think that's that's just as bad as you, you not even being there. So being present is definitely being there. Um, of course, teaching them, like using every opportunity to be a gospel 
mm-hmm. a gospel opportunity. And I think the same thing that we were saying earlier is what we teach our kids is like what we do shows what we think about God. And I think the same as how your children are watching you. Mm-hmm. They're seeing you. What does my daddy do? Because what he does shows me what he thinks about God. Yeah. And so just because you know the right words to say at certain times or whatever, it, a lot of our action shows what we think about God. And we're those representatives as parents to our children as a, who this God is that we're talking about. Otherwise, they're just going to smell out hypocrites. Yeah. Like, and just like a church, mm-hmm. how many people have been burned from the church because mm-hmm. of hypocrites? And right? there's been a lot of people that have been burned by quote-unquote, Christian fathers who claimed Christ, Mm. preached Christ, but then never actually lived it out. And they're like, well, my dad always told me to love Jesus and Mm. do this because Jesus is watching, but yet he never loved like Christ did. He was always angry. He was always bitter, but yet he was always preaching this Bible that he's thumping in his hand. Like, So we have to as parents, not just dads, but even to the moms, is live out this uh, message in front of our children as Mm. though we truly believe it. Because preaching it and believing it are two different things. It's that whole walk of the gospel. And I I think it's challenging. Uh, I'm not going to tell you that it's all easy, Mm -hmm. especially the new dads out there um, that are new. Mm -hmm. Just... Prepare yourselves, equip yourselves, and I think the only t- only way you can actually equip yourself is if you make sure gospel is first, right? Um, even even above your family, um, that Christ means to you more than that. Um, I think if if you show that, like kind of like what you said, as parents, we we tend to kind of like we explode, mm-hmm. like we we want well behaved kids, yeah. and our kids. We're like they're like okay fine I'll just be good and they're almost like submissive only in that sense, but we we tell our kids and I'm mm-hmm. sure they hate it. Um, this is a bigger problem. Mm-hmm. This is a heart issue, and I can't climb into your heart and fluff it up and make mm-hmm. it good. I can't do that. If and, we could, we would have a long time. Ago. Yeah, but <laughs> God does provide a way to have a heart tra- transformation. Yeah. And that's Jesus, and that's the only way we could. So asking for forgiveness from your kids, like that's yeah. that's a huge thing. That happens a lot in our home, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I constantly remind our kids, look, we're not perfect. I need Jesus as much as you do. This yeah. gospel that I'm preaching to you, I'm preaching or to Or we myself. even tell them, like, you're my first boys. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know how to handle other boys. Like, yeah. you're my one and only boys right now. That, so this is not really, I mean, this could be for dads too, but no. um, just a story from last week. We had another really, really rough day. Mm-hmm. And my kids just got under my skin, and I let it get to me. I lost my crap. <laughs> I text RJ, and I'm like, I've lost it. I'm sure he's thinking, oh boy, what is he going to come home to? Yeah. But um, this can go for both moms and dads is not to pat myself on the back to say, you know, I did this all correctly. But after I lost it, I grabbed my son, brought him back into the room, and I asked for forgiveness. And then I asked him to pray for me. Because a lot of times I make it all about him. Like, this is what you need to do. Yeah, you need prayer. You need prayer. (laughs) I'm going to pray for you because you— I'm like, Mommy needs prayer right now because I'm— 
I'm not loving Jesus and I'm not loving, I'm not showing you Jesus right now. And as much as you need this gospel, mommy needs it. And, he's and, pr- and he and he actually prayed for me. He like he, yeah, he laid his hands on my head, which was weird. I've never taught him that. I didn't. I've never taught him that. But he was like rubbing my head and praying Did for he me. Anoint you with oil. <laughs> I was waiting for it, <laughs> but it was just a really sweet moment. So, yeah. with that, you know what you're saying is asking for forgiveness. But I think even just asking for prayer from your kids hmm. to show them our humility and not again that, that sounds really. Does that sound prideful? It's like show them our I am humble, but no, no, no. I think it's it's no. a thing to let pe- let them know, like, hey, I'm human too. Yeah, I think that's very vital because again, yeah. if we're talking about not putting our dads on a pedestal, mm-hmm. we need to take ourselves off of right. that pedestal, especially in front of our children, and say, look, I am not your high and mighty. Yeah. I'm not your. I mean, yeah, I provide a house for you, and I, I make sure you're alive. But I'm it. imperfect. But I'm imperfect. And I tell my kids all the time, you know, this is my first time being a parent to this child, to you, yeah. and I'm learning it along with you. Yeah. And, yeah. It's showing them the humanity of of the heart and how much it needs to be changed. Right. And I think if they see that you're seeking a Savior— how much more that their hearts are going to seek a savior mm-hmm. above you, yeah. above us, above uh, our own fathers. And I think that's what we are all doing right now. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, we're going to um, go into scripture because uh, we kind of want to sandwich this into um, the fathers that are in our lives to um, having the, our foundations. On the true father. On the true father. Um. So Proverbs 22, 6, I'm sure you've heard this before, but train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. And so dads, you want to know what your calling is on your life? Train the child in the way he should go. And there's also another verse. I can't remember where it is. Is it Proverbs? Uh, Um, Well, there's a lot of parenting. Yeah, but um, (laughs) not provoking your children to anger because it talks about here— to train a child in the way he should go. Well, that's... I'll oh, read is, that. That, is that where you are, yeah. Ephesians? Um, so I'll read that right now. It's actually Ephesians 6, yeah. 4. Totally not Proverbs. Um, no, but there is a lot of yeah. Proverbs, so don't yeah. feel bad. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> um, Ephesians 6 and verse 4. Um, there's actually, if you want to uh, use this for your yourself as well as your kids, mm-hmm. you can even read the beginning of it, because it talks about children's obey your parents and the Lord. Um, So I guess I'll read that one too. Children's obey your parents. So that's Ephesians 6, 1 Mm -hmm. and through 4. Children's obey your parents and the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with the promise, that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. Here's verse 4. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. I love that verse. That one is a great one, but it was like probably the more convicting one mm-hmm. um, because I found, especially with the one boy that we're talking about, um, that's his issue. Mm-hmm. He gets very angry. And I feel like there was a lot of approaches that I took that was provoking, provoking him that. Yeah. to anger. And I think it wasn't good. I was like stoking the fire. Mm-hmm. I was just like putting more fuel on the fire than it was helpful. Um and then, but from the part that I liked about it, that kind of helped me be at ease was 
bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. I feel like God saying, I'm going to take this from you as long as you bring them up in discipline, which doesn't mean always punish. A lot of our, I had to tell that to our kids just recently. Discipline doesn't mean I'm punishing you. Mm-hmm. And I think that they think, oh, discipline means spank or no. grounding or something bad. But it's teaching you it's in like, these no, moments this, to help train you to yeah, say. Discipline. In the ways of the Lord, too. So it yeah. doesn't say in the ways of you yeah. as the thing. Or how, as, how you because, brought up. So you said something earlier, but um, a lot of times when we do discipline, which I think we are going to end up doing a full episode on disciplining our children, but um, when we do, that it's not just about, I want immediate, immediate, immediate obedience. obedience. I got those two words. Immediate mixed. Obedience. Immediate obedience. <laughs> okay. Anyways, but a lot of times we were like, I want well-behaved children. I want a quiet mm-hmm. house. I want you to do what I say when I say it with no questions asked. And it's not about raising children in the Lord's ways, but it's about our ways. This is my home. This is how I want things run. Mm. And when things don't go my way, now I'm provoked to anger, which I'm going to in turn provoke you to anger. And now we have a crazy house. Yeah. But... And a lot of times, too, and this was for me growing up, I was, you know, as a child, a smaller child, I was well-behaved. But it was because I was terrified of my dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I knew that if I did anything out of line, you get a spank. Yeah. And not that he— I bet you that scared a lot of people when you snapped. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> like, oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> did the mom snap? Yeah. Um, but, you know, again— no parent is perfect, yeah. and I forgive my dad for some of the things that, you know, maybe he didn't do perfectly. And some of the things, I mean, he did do right. Well, it's one of those but, things that God saw into you. Yeah, but I did see that if all we do is command obedience and then just whip them as soon as they yeah. get out of line, you may have obedient children when you're around, but as soon as you turn your back— they're not seeking the Lord. Yeah. They're not doing things because they honor and love Christ, but because they're just living out of fear. Yeah. And so we are, and we're not the ones that can change their hearts either, but yeah. we are to train a child in the way he should go, and the way he should go is in the Lord. And so that's our calling as parents. Yeah. And it, it again, if you're, if you're moving the pieces of pedestal mm-hmm. and, uh, I guess, a hierarchy mm-hmm. in, your, in your house— including yourself, if you're removing yourself from that equation and you're putting God back in, into the mix, um, it helps you it helps you approach those things a little bit more tenderly. Mm-hmm. Um, not like, I want to beat the wrath of God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and a lot of times that's my first reaction, yeah. but that just shows my heart. Yeah. And that's where um, I had a lady that was discipling me at one time, and I was, I mean— this one particular child that we have has had some issues from the very beginning. That's just a, and, that's just a struggle. But it's my struggle, yeah. too. And this lady told me, she said, this child is going to be part of your sanctification. God <laughs> gave him you to reveal your own heart. So it may not just be him. Like I, I'm quick to point out, like, well, this even, is what he needs to change. But yeah. there are certain things that I would never know that I struggled with unless my son 
brought them out. Yeah. Like there, there's certain things that I've, yeah. Oh, he's good at it. Yes, he's very he's a professional. Good. <laughs> I think it's big, again. I should have a heart of gold after all this refining. <laughs> nope, still won't happen. Oh, Lord help. Um, me. So yeah, so uh, I'm going to read this last verse, and this is just to, um, I guess, if you just want to go back into a worship mode of, yeah, this is our God. Yeah. If you want. Like after this episode, if you guys want to just go into prayer, if you guys are listening, you know, with this with your your wife, mm-hmm. or if you are a dad and you or you just have some sort of stirring of uh, prayer, mm-hmm. this is a great place to put God back into His place. Um, and this is Psalms one hundred three eleven through thirteen, and this is um, yeah Psalms one hundred three eleven through thirteen, for as high as the heavens are above the earth. So great is his steadfast love toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our transgressions from us. As a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear him. And it's such a sweet way of being able to say, like, look, in that verse, none of that was about... Um, me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about how to, it wasn't like a class, parenting class of how mm-hmm. to do that. It's just saying like, hey, he's so powerful from the east to the west, from the north to the and south. And he's the true compassionate yeah. father. And it's also, the other thing is to those who fear him, to those mm-hmm. who call on his name, that call him father, yeah. That that is who he is compassionate towards. And again, how are we able to call him our father is only through Christ yeah. and his grace and mercy in our lives. And his and his attributes and his characteristics are in that. Mm-hmm. I mean, steadfast love to towards those. Trans he removes transgressions and he has, he shows compassion. Yeah. Like those are things that dads that's what I want, you know, mm-hmm. for my children and uh, uh as much as I would love to give them that and I can. Mm-hmm. Um Pointing them to the person that does is, you know, God. Yeah. Um, so that's our prayer for you guys um, for during this Father's Day season into just being a being a parent, mm-hmm. or um, if you have parents that you might have a you know a rough relationship mm-hmm. maybe. Um, but there's forgiveness, there's yeah. reconciliation, there's just great places to be. And so along with that too is. Show your children compassion the same way that the Father shows you compassion. Because mm. at the end of that, as far as, or sorry, as a father shows compassion to his children, so are we showing the Father's compassion to our children? Mm. Um, so that, I think that's our encouragement is to see that even though we may not have a father or you may not have a father present in your life, you have a compassionate father who is always there. Mm. And so you can lean on him. And as a father, you have the opportunity to show that compassion to your children. It's time for dads to step up and moms to step up and be compassionate and loving towards our children the same way the father is towards us. And I hope that's an encouragement to all of us. And I think that's a great way to end that. Um, So we'll definitely be in prayer for you guys. If you guys have any kind of... um, uh, comments or any things that, or even stories that we would like to hear, we would love to hear them. Mm-hmm. Um, please put it down into our um, into our comments, into our reviews. Uh, 
let us know how you guys are liking these episodes. Yeah, and then also um, on the Anchor app, you are able to leave us a voicemail. So if you would like to do that, we can always play that in the episode too. We can, yeah. you know, anything that you want to share or something that you've gotten from the Us and Stuff podcast or anything. We would love to leave it that. there. So just download the Anchor app and look up Us and Stuff. Yeah. And, and again, we're not doing this to just like hear ourselves or hear the like applaud us like no we actually that actually helps us be affirmed in this yeah and And just encourage us to keep going to know that we're not just talking to thin air which we kind of are right now (laughs) (laughs) Um, but no we we just uh thank you guys for listening to us on this episode of us and stuff we'll see you guys next week all right love you guys